following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of Common Debauchery. I, as always, the Nightmare, joined by, once again, the man, the myth, the legend, Rotten Jack. Rotten Jack, what's up, buddy? Hi, man. What's up? Oh, you know, just hanging out, doing cool stuff. So, uh, we're doing a little pre-record, so this will be interesting because we kind of picked a topic as you walked in the door. We don't really have a ton of research done, so we're just going to see where it goes. This could either go great or this is going to be, oh dear, should we even post this? Well, I mean, that's kind of how they all are. So, Well, uh, that's also a valid point. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so, uh, the topic I picked for today is TV and movie alternate endings. So, this kind of came to me last night when I was trolling the gram and I saw somebody post a picture of Steve Rogers beaten to all hell with the infinity gauntlet on his hand ready to snap and it was what if steve rogers was the one who took the infinity gauntlet and snapped thanos out of existence first off the line from that movie where thanos goes like he thinks he has all the all the infinity stones and says i am inevitable and snaps his fingers and nothing happens and then you look, and Tony Stark's got the gauntlet on. It's, like, charging up his arm and everything, and he's, like, freaking out. He's like, I am Iron Man, and he snaps his fingers. Is absolutely iconic. The only way that they could have made that better is if once the camera cut to Stark, if it would have started the, uh, like, I know it was a very serious moment, a very heavy moment, but... God, I wish they would have used the song Iron Man. Yeah, not even like anything. Just like, just like the first few chords, just like. Right, absolutely. Like, like started on the snap. Like, yeah. Like, if they would have just like, like I said, I know it was a very heavy, very serious, very sad moment because we all knew what was about to fucking happen. Right, but like. Shit! You can't tell me that if they would have done that, people wouldn't have lost their minds even more than they already did. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that would have been great. Like, and it's one of those things that you can you can always overlay different songs on parts of. Like, I've uh, seen people do it on like TikTok. Yeah, and they've done it where, uh, like, when Thor comes back and joins the fight. Like, I've seen that where they put a different song behind that, other than. Uh, was that song by Imagine Dragons and stuff. But so uh, one of the best ones, obviously there, there were two great lines for Captain America. Um, One is, you know, Thanos says I am inevitable and he replies with, and I'm just a kid from Brooklyn, which would have been awesome. Would have been awesome in its own right. Uh, And the other one was, and this is America's ass. (laughs) Right. Like, so that got me thinking if you could put any character there, any Marvel character, what is what would be the alternate ending on that that you would write? Who who would it be, and what would their line be? I, I don't know if, like, obviously, I would have rather had Cap snap and end up dying. Number one, I think Cap probably could have potentially maybe survived the snap because of like the super soldier serum. Um, so he might not have died anyways. Uh, but I also feel like. 
it kind of gave like a shit ending because you know Stark finally in the past like five years settled down, had a family, and now he sacrifices all of that for right. And, and I think part of that is you know they kind of they kind of looked at it where you know Tony never deserved that. Tony right. Tony was an asshole. Tony was a playboy, a drunk, a partier, a billionaire with just a lot of money and a, a, like really he was just bored. Yeah. Where Cap was robbed of a lot of those things that he wanted and he willingly would have walked away had he been able to. Yeah. And you know, so Cap got the happy ending and Stark got the he, and he became a martyr, but I mean he he also shouldered the burden of the entire thing. Yeah, so. I mean, I, w- I would have rather seen Cap do the snap just because, like, I don't know. Like, I never, I was never a huge fan of Captain America. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Like, just was never a huge fan of, like, the whole goody two-shoes persona type deal. Like, never really cared for it much. Um, but, like, you know, now he gets to go back and he lived out the rest of his days with Peggy. So I I enjoyed how these movies worked his goody two shoesness into the twenty tens and twenty twenty. Like or twenty nineteen. Right. Like where other people would like, God damn it, language. Like Yeah, like, like that like, stuff he, was like funny. He, he had that like nineteen forties, nineteen thirties wholesome, like good person thing. The weird and, thing is though, like so he goes back in time. And basically, it it causes, by him going back in time again and living out his days with Peggy, it basically means that he was fucking his niece. Yeah, we don't want to think about that. Like... We don't want to think about that. If Allie were here, she would say moving on. I'm just saying, like, shit's weird, (laughs) all right? Listen, suspension of disbelief, okay? Um, God... But, like, other characters, like, there were some good, like, fan theories out there about, like, Ant-Man. Like, do you did you hear this one? No. So, people wanted to see, like, Ant-Man shrink down, fly up Thanos' ass. Oh, God. And expand and just, like, rip Thanos to shreds from the inside out. So, that is something totally different. Um, but it's, I, a, it's a different ending. It is a different ending. But it's not... Let's be like that was never going to happen. Well, yeah, but like so we're talking alternate and alternate endings that could have actually come to fruition. Like that again, could you have could, actually you, happened. It could have happened, but it was never going to in the movie. Whatever. Like that's that's something that like if you had Ant Man's powers, you'd, you'd be like, I'm just gonna fly up people's asses and expand. Wish it weren't so fucking awkward, but whatever. It was it was actually a pretty big fan theory that was, uh, people uh, like, were like talking about. That's that's one of the best things about like comic movies is like that's a huge plot hole. Like Ant Man could be the most powerful person on the planet, right? Because he could literally just he didn't have to fly up his ass, fly up his nose, and expand. Right. Like just go into his sinuses and blow his face off by becoming person sized yeah. again. Um, I mean, as or, much as I would like to see Cap do it, like I think it really did put a good ending as sad as it was on Tony Stark's character arc. Um, because, you know, at the start, <clears throat> you know, in the first Avengers movie, you know, 
Cap basically told Tony, like, you're not the one to make the sacrifice play. Yeah. And come, you know, eight years later, he makes the ultimate sacrifice play. Yeah. So... You know, it's the whole thing is fun. Uh, I saw some interesting ones that people replied to comments and stuff because I obviously I shared that on across our social media. Some of the more interesting ones I saw were um, like Black Panther. And and there's a point in, I believe, his movie where someone's like, I'm I'm so and so. And he's like, and I don't care. So, like, that would have been a good one. Like, I am inevitable and I don't care. Yeah. Like that that would have been good. Yeah, like if if Thor got it, like I'm inevitable and you're not worthy. Type thing. Um obviously the I am Groot would be would have been fun. <laughs> I am inevitable. I am Groot. <laughs> like yeah. like ima- imagine if it's Rocket, like I am inevitable. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> right. Like I don't know, like I feel like in the context of the movie, like, Tony was the only one around, so, like, it kind of had to be that way, um, but, I mean, obviously, you could have, what, what, like, would, what would Doctor Strange have said? I don't know. Hey, he he doesn't have any... No, he doesn't really have... Yeah. I... So, maybe, the, I, like, he he's too new of a character. Uh, I think the only reason I would be okay with... Black Panther doing it would have been because obviously the actor who played him passed away and that is very sad because I was very excited to see where that's going. I'm, right. I'm intrigued to see where they're going to go from it now. Because Black Panther 2 is coming out. Uh, one of two things are going to happen. It's uh, either, his sister or they're bringing back Killmonger, one of the yeah, two. Yeah, those are like the really the only two options. Or, or I mean, the third option would be um, Winston Duke, um, the other like tribal leader from the Black Panther movie. True. Um, I don't recall his character's name. Uh, I just know the actor is Winston Duke. Yeah. Um, so there's there's three options there, but I, I think it's going to end up being his sister. I, I think so, too. And like, if you watched uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, they alluded to that a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I mean, she's got the, the royal bloodline. So right. So it makes sense. Um, I like she's a, she's a badass in her own right. And yeah. I would... I think she would do justice to the like strong female lead that yeah. I honestly feel. Um, what's her name that plays Captain Marvel? Oh, Brie do, Larson. Yeah, I don't think Brie Larson does a great job with that. I think she, I think she oversells the whole thing. Uh, and we're not going to get political, but her simple statement of when they were touring to promote Endgame and somebody like, oh, could Captain Marvel pick up Milnor? And she was like, yeah, she's stronger than Thor. Of course she can. And they're like. That's it's not, not a strength. That's not thing. how it works. It's whether or not the care. Well, what she wouldn't be worthy because she's no. no. Listen, yeah, it's it's about. I it's think, not about you. It's not about like your political agenda. It's right. whether I, or not you as a like. There was one other person in the universe, like in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, that could that could pick it up, and it was Cap, which was a great and iconic moment. Where, like two Vision picked it up too. Well, Vision's also pure, right? Like he's. Oh, but yeah. So you're right. So so there were two. So Vision and Cap. So Vision, a machine who literally cannot be corrupt, and Cap, who is so pure of a human that he could wield Milnor. Yeah. And like you kind of saw it when they teased it the first time when he moved a little bit, and, and Thor was like, "Oh fuck." Yeah. What was like, that? Uh, that was in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Where they're trying to. Yeah. Everyone's trying, trying to pick, to pick it, up. it up. 
and uh, and he moved the a best, little bit. The you, best you part about Thor that one like, is is what the fuck? I think I think Barton probably could pick it up. Um, but you never see it because he was in the in Age of Ultron. He was just like, yeah, nah, like I'm not even gonna not even gonna give it a try. Doesn't Thanos wield Milnor at one point? No, I, the, I thought he like caught it and like no. Okay, uh, you're thinking of Hela. From I knew Ragnarok. I knew she did it. Um, but yeah, so I think but like, I think she more stopped it. I don't know if yeah. she actually caught it, but uh, I don't know. I just I think the whole thing with Captain Marvel is. People couldn't separate the character from Brie Larson's right. personal, well, and, the, and political and she, comments that she made. She and made it kind of she made her personal political comments, and like she made it about that, right? But apparently, uh, she's not very well liked on set either. She's really not, from what I've read, and it's because of a lot of that. Like, yeah, I like I don't want to be treated as an equal. I should be treated as better than you because political social right. justice yeah. warrior things but again we're not talking about that on show because i just i'm not going there uh so one of the more divisive fandoms out there uh on the ending of uh, of a thing and we kind of covered it in a previous episode was the ending of game of thrones and not just the ending just the entire final season yes like the final season was great for the first three episodes until they killed the night king and then it just went off the fucking rails um so I have. I'm not as hard on it as a lot of people. Uh, as a lot of people are, one of the things that I like to bring up to people is, in the first six seasons, they do a lot of traveling, but while one group, like so, while the like while Jon Snow is traveling somewhere, we we like pop in to see him, like canoodling with a wildling girl, but. We don't see the five-day trek that it took to get there. Right. Why? Because we're checking in on the Lannisters, and we're checking in on everybody else. And, like, by the end, by those last three episodes, there are two main groups. Yeah. The Night King is dead. There's the Stark army and the, the army of the North going and, like, so it's them and Daenerys' group who combined storming King's Landing. Yeah. So... People are like, oh, she like she descended into madness like in a, in a day. No, they make a point early in the show of saying it's a fourteen to twenty day trek from Winterfell to King's Landing. Yeah, so there was almost a month between like the death of the dragons and the like the death of the Night King and all the wild crazy bullshit where she just had to be in a carriage or on horseback fermenting about the whole thing and like getting crazier and angrier and angrier. And then the last straw, somebody that she cares about gets just slit her throat right in front of her. Yeah. Like it's not, it looks quick because we waited a week, but that was a month of time that passed. Like if everything, like if you were on the verge of this incredible journey coming to an end and things started to unravel immediately, uh, and then you had 21 days to just ferment about it. I'd probably lose my shit too. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily hate the fact that she descended into madness and became the Mad Queen. Um, I just there's there's just other things about like the the entire final season and like the ending and how things played off that I I didn't care for. Yeah, I didn't um, I didn't like, like the Jon Snow just oh 
the uh, the unsullied are leaving, but and they're the ones that are pissed at you. Yeah, but you still have to go north of the wall, right? Like, like it couldn't have just been like, "Hey, John, just go fucking hang out in like two towns over. They're leaving, right? And then come and hang and out. Just come hang out." But again, you know, and, but that also that also plays to the character of Jon Snow that like it's he not never a, he never really wanted. No, and he um, he want he was always about doing what was right, not about what like it was was it advantageous for him to go north of the wall and live with the wildlings? No. But was it right because of the de- like the decision that was made? Yes. Um again, it doesn't make sense. I don't think Bran should have been named. Oh God, King. that was that was that the was worst. Fucking because like they, okay, so so some things that bothered me. Bran had did nothing for like eight fucking seasons, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Let's oh, make the weird fucking emo kid king." Yeah, like, like oh, let's let's make like, and he's oh, I'm the three eyed raven. Oh, like what what does that mean? Like you can see things, like right. So you're a shitty version of Odin. Yeah, jackass. Um. um like they never touched on the the prince that was promised. Like, I want more of the end story of um, the Volunkar. Yes, like the the whole way yeah, the that, prince that was promised. I think is from Harry Potter. Maybe no, the prince that was promised was Game of Thrones. Okay, I got confused um, for a second. But like the whole Volunkar prophecy, they did fuck all with that. Yeah, like Jamie was supposed to kill Cersei, but they end up making up at the end and then dying together and then like in the next episode you see it when Tyrion is walking around in the rubble there and he sees them buried in the pile of rubble yet 10 feet to the left of them it's completely wide open right like Jesus Christ like come on guys like you couldn't have like CGI'd more rocks in there like and and, like I know that you want to like show that they died the way I would have liked to see it happen was there at the end because Jamie was starting to, you know, unravel be, be as well. Person. Well, yeah, he was. But then when he got back to King's Landing, he started to unravel again and started going back towards Cersei. Um, I would have loved to see Arya kill Jamie, take his face because she was part of the faceless yep. men, take his face, put it on. Which ended up meaning literally nothing, by the way. Yeah. Like they beat such a big build up. They did such the cool stuff when uh, she killed Walder Frey and his entire family. Um, the whole thing, like like the ability to wear other people's faces, the ability to just blend in anywhere, and, and just, they literally did it like twice. Yeah, and like and, and so uh, why did I waste a season and a half like watching this girl, a girl become no one? Right, like. Um, but I would have loved but, and to then, see And her. then at the end, she's like, oh, I'm going to sail west of Westeros. Yeah. Like, what's west of Westeros? Nobody knows. Okay, well, I'm going to go there. Yeah. Uh, there better be a spinoff because yeah. I have all the questions. And then some. Uh, they are working on the... Uh, uh, House the, Targaryen yeah, one. The, the backstory of the Mad King, which should be very fun. Um, if you could have ended it differently, how would you have? Who who becomes who becomes the king? Who who takes the Iron Throne? Well, I mean, there's a couple ways that I would do it. Like, I would have one way would be Danny doesn't go completely mad, and you know, only causes as much destruction as needed to kill Cersei, 
and then John and Danny rule together. I would I would support that. Um, um, the other one would be you know just the way it goes. Um, except John doesn't fucking leave. I would have liked to have seen. I, I wouldn't mind the uh, the Danny doesn't go completely mad thing. I would have loved to have seen like at one point or another she was on the verge of causing like insane pain and destruction to her own people and she realizes that she's become what she right like, like you know uh Daenerys Targaryen freer of slaves and all of a sudden she's like enslaving people and shit which she did yeah but like all of a sudden she has that like light bulb moment where she's like oh shit and like has a change of heart and they basically kind of like what they finally did with uh Ben at the end of uh Star Wars yes which I didn't which, see which he finally yeah I didn't see the flipped end of- I mean that's another one I would have finished that one off a different way but we can talk about that next well, I didn't um, see it, so you're going to be on your own on that one. Sure. I didn't see the new trilogy. I would like to, so don't spoil it for me. I, uh, then we won't talk about it. Okay, then. perfect. Um, but yeah, so like, and I would like to have seen the whole thing where like, listen, we get it. You did a lot of good too. So go back to where you're from. Like go back to the original homeland of the Targaryens. You can be the queen there, but because of your crimes against Westeros, like... Yeah, you you can't be queen. You can't you can't take the Iron Throne. And plus, either, like technically, and the, and, she had no right to it because John, right, technically so, had the absolute final right to that throne. So what I would have actually liked to have seen would have been John and like John basically take Danny up back to Winterfell, be the king and the king and the queen in the north. Kind of like um, the older daughter. What's her fucking name? Sansa. Like, like kind of like Sansa did, but then Sansa takes the Iron Throne because she had technically married the the king at one point, and like now it's hers. Kind of deal. Like kind of kind of like uh, Cersei married into it, and then was queen yeah. for a hot minute. Like let Sansa do it. She's kind of come a long way. Let her listen. And then, like that whole thing. Here, here's here's my uh, here's my. You know, election campaign right here. Anyone but Bran. Yeah, no shit. Hey, remember that kid that fell out of a window when he caught his uh, the queen fucking her brother? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to win the whole thing at the end. He's going to win the Game of Thrones. Nah, I'm out. If you'd have told me that on day one, I wouldn't have watched. Right. That's a lie. I totally would have. <clears throat> well, yeah. But... um. I had a couple more lined up, and I can't remember. Uh, I can tell you. So uh, one of the one of the shows that I think did everything absolutely right, and it's a comedy. It's not even. It, it's not even an epic show of any means. But it was Superstore. Never um, watched it. It's a comedy. It's very good. It's basically about like a Walmart type store. It's got everybody you'd expect. It's got the, um, you know, the aging manager who's a Bible humping, you know, goody two shoes who's all about the company. And then, oh God, like those people, like the head, her, the head of security who thinks she's like on the verge of being in the FBI because she is like the head of loss prevention at Walmart. Uh, the floor manager, who's the girl that got the job when she was like sixteen, seventeen, and then got knocked up at nineteen, and because she had a kid, and then like her relationship fell apart, like she never really left, and she just moved up in the company, so now she's a manager. Um, you know, she's in it, 
And then there's just your run-of-the-mill come-and-go employees. And, like, it's goofy. It's funny. The best part of the entire show is generally the cutscenes, um, Because between cutting between storylines, they, like, would just show a random customer that, like, is not part of the show. It's just somebody who's shopping in the store. And they would, like, be doing something stupid or goofy where, like, they take a deodorant off the shelf, like, open it, sniff it, put it on, sniff their armpit, put the cap on, and put it back. <laughs> or, like... I might know, actually go watch this show like, now. Dude, it's funny. It, it's like it's like a mindless... Um, what the hell? Uh, it's like a mindless watch. Yeah. And like, And it started to fall off because they were they, they ended up losing a main character at one point, um, and then they found out that the show was being canceled. They were able to bring the main character back into the fold for the end of the show. And it honest to God, it was one of the best series finales I've ever seen because they like, it's the only one that you were completely content with the way they ended the whole thing. Like yeah. everybody got a good storyline. Everybody got a good send off. Everything about it made sense. And you were like, huh, I'm good with that. But that's so rare. Yeah. Like, so rare because, you know, either, things get canceled before they can complete things so you get left on cliffhangers or that's always the worst it's like listen if you're gonna cancel a show they shouldn't be able to outright just cancel it like it should be like all right we'll give you one more seat like we're going to cancel your show but we're gonna give you one more season to wrap things up right because like, like when it gets canceled like Hey, we're canceling you. Like mid, you get the notice mid season. Like, hey, we're canceling you. Like, you're this is it. Yeah. Give them like, pause it for a second and let them rewrite the ending. Right. Like, or uh, like if it comes like in like, like the off season, like in between seasons, they get right. it. Like you get a six episode, tie it up. Yeah. Um. I mean, how I met your mother had a terrible fucking ending. Yeah, I, mean, I, I did. I did an entire uh, yeah entire episode on the that. Whole and you know, Ted, Ted Mosby's a serial. Ted killer. Ted Mosby is a serial killer, which was actually fantastic to listen to. Yeah, I I thought I crushed that. Um, I can tell you that um, like Friends had a good a good tie off, but at the same time, like, and I'm hoping they because their 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 reunion is actually tomorrow. Um, they're doing a reunion special on HBO, so I'll be watching your HBO Max tomorrow. Um, but there, I'm hoping that they they address like what happened to Ross and Rachel because oh, all suddenly they're just moving to Paris together, and like Joey had his own spinoff show for well, it's not half a season. It's just like a sit down interview. Is reunion. it? Yeah, it's oh, not okay. an actual like. I thought I thought it was like a tie a tie up. No, no. As far as I'm aware, it's literally just like a sit down. I'm, I'm gonna watch it anyway. Type deal. It'll be what I do tomorrow night. But uh, yeah, so like Dexter had a terrible ending. Didn't like, they? Everyone was. Didn't they like restart? Like pick Dexter up again? Yeah. Though? Like it's coming back from what I know, which like, is good. Netflix is doing it, right? I think so. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I know it's coming back. Netflix does great with a lot of their stuff. Like I've watched a lot of Netflix originals that I thought I wouldn't like, but I'm like, eh, this sounds interesting. I'll give it a shot, and I'm hooked. Yeah. Uh, they crushed The Witcher. Oh my god! Like season two needs to come out like Seriously. yesterday. Uh, I need they, some Yennefer in my life. They've they've crushed um, Cobra Kai. Haven't watched it. I highly recommend. But. Like I told you, like we were talking, we were talking about the like the '90s stuff and like the throwback stuff a couple episodes ago. 
I never watched the Karate Kid movies, so yeah, I don't have that attachment to it. That's got to be a Sunday fun day for us. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it, like usually when you find people that like want alternate endings or something like that, like you see it's it's from like big franchises or well-known franchises. So yeah. like, you know, the reason the Game of Thrones one because it was a, it was a huge one and there was a long time between the um between the last couple seasons, like we waited a like year yeah, for season was, 7. Almost 2 years. It was almost 2 years in between. Right. I feel I just feel like the biggest issue with Game of Thrones was that they had so much material set up and like hinted at and little like Easter eggs placed here and there of, you know, stuff from the lore that we were all like, oh, like, when are they going to do that? When are they going to do it? When are they going to do it? And then it just ended and none of it got done. And we we're all just like, what the fuck, guys? Why would you even why would you even bother bringing up the Volunkar prophecy if you're going to do fuck all with it? Right. And like, I know we're not going to go too deep into the Star Wars thing, but like there's enough canon out there that like. Like I had an, uh, an argument with uh, Austin, uh, the stat man from Hats, Stats, and Stats. We were talking about the rule of two for the Sith. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there, there's only ever, like, in the most powerful po- like times of the Sith, there's only ever two of them. Yes. The one with the power and the one chasing it. Yes. And it's the rule of two. And they do such a shitty job of touching on that in all of the movies, or most of the movies. I don't know if they brought it up in the new trilogy, but... Uh, no. Um... It's never even really mentioned by name. Mentioned in the movies itself. Like, if you want to know anything about the rule of two, you need to go what used to be canon. But when Disney bought Lucasfilms, they basically said, all right, anything that's not from like these six movies that were out at the time or like. The Clone Wars Wars. animated TV show or like Rebels and stuff like that. Anything that's not from those things, like all of the books, all of the other stuff that was made, they're like, throw it out. It doesn't count. Um, It's no longer canon. It doesn't matter anymore. And a lot of that stuff. um, Well, I I learned. Some of the best stuff was from that extended universe. Right. And And that extended universe came from. Lucasfilm basically allow like selling yes individual rights to write books like that like I learned about it from the Darth Bane trilogy yeah which was fantastic like Darth Bane is one hundred percent my favorite Star Wars character Revan I Bane just speaks to my soul Darth Revan man Darth Bane just just speaks to my I soul. have a legitimate Darth Revan lightsaber I believe you only one of them I have to get the other one. Because he carried two. Right. Carried a purple one and a red one. And I have the purple one. <sighs> but, um, yeah. I, like, yeah. So like, a, a lot of the those things come from. Right. It's like, I understand why Disney did what they did. Because they wanted to, like, tell their own stories and not be, like, constricted to yeah, you don't, stuff that was already written and stuff. And they did take a lot of ideas from the former like the or the now like legacy i think they call it or like the uh the star wars legend stuff is what they call it now uh they took a lot of inspiration from a bunch of that stuff and slowly they've been making some of these things that were their canon 
but like kind of under the table. Like Darth Revan was canon, and then when Disney took it over, basically Darth Revan was not canon anymore. But with the the new Rise of Skywalker movie, um, you don't you don't find this out in the movie. But if you bought like the um, which I'm gonna call it the uh, like the visual dictionary stuff right. that they come out with with like movies like that, um, Darth Revan is basically made canon again through that visual dictionary because. Um, Palpatine's like all those ships that he he made like they were all like divided up into you know like platoons or whatever and like they were all named after different Sith Lords and like one of the, like the platoons of those ships was like named after Revan right well and like there's there's other times that like even in the movies I remember hearing about him like and even He's just never a, brought up in the movies like whether it's there was some I, I remember seeing something about it in passing somewhere along the way I could be wrong but I thought I did um I definitely need to watch the new trilogy to to see how it ends I can tell you um I want I wanted a complete rewrite on Kylo Ren as a whole yeah because I saw the first one and I'm like, this dude wants to be Darth Vader and then he's throwing like pissy little bitch fits yeah and nobody like why why did people fear Darth Vader? Because he was this nine foot tall cyborg man who, if he didn't like you, he would just kill you. And like, no, no questions asked. That was it. Yep. Where like Kylo Ren wanted to be that, but then through pissy little bitch fits when he didn't get his way and like hack and slash through a control room because you don't like me. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I mean, I, Sorry, I got a little, little fired up there. I really disliked the, the new trilogy. Like the force awakens was great. And it set up a lot of great things. Um, the problem was is that the second director that came in had his own vision and basically shit on everything that J.J. Abrams had set up and said, "I don't give it. I don't care about anything that you did, said, or set up. Like I'm doing my own thing." Right. And then J.J. came in, came back for the third one, and had to try to like retcon salvage all of it. Yeah, yeah. He had to try to retcon and salvage like a That's story. So tough, like. You can't do a trilogy and keep changing directors. Right. Um, God, I, I, dude, I had two or three more, and I'm blanking on them, and it's pissing me off. Lost. Lost had a terrible fucking ending. Like, that ended, like, 12 years ago, and I'm still fucking confused. Like, no one can give, like, a solid answer as to what the ending of Lost actually was. So, um, I never watched the... Like, I never watched any of Lost. Like, my, my buddy Poe, who you met the other night, he's been on the show uh, once to date. But uh, he was, like, lived by it. Yeah, it was like, a great show. Like, like, whatever night it was on, like, you could not get a hold of him for the hour to two hours it was on, depending upon the time frame and, like, what it was. Like, his phone was off. Like, don't come over to the house. Don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't even think about me. I'm busy. And I just... Yeah, it uh, it had a very weird ending. Like, apparently they were all dead but like everything that actually happened happened it, it was it was very like convoluted and very fucking confusing um and to this day i'm still actually confused about what the fuck actually happened at the ending right um the shawshank redemption 
ending kind of sucked. No. Yeah. No. Shawshank Redemption is probably one of my favorite movies, man. It's a, listen, it's a great movie. But the ending, like, you realize that it's basically a jailhouse love story, right? Yeah, whatever. Like, they just go and live on a boat together with a ton of money. Down in Mexico, somewhere. yeah. Like, I don't like it. Um, War of the Worlds was stupid. I never saw it. It's basically an alien invasion that gets stopped by the common cold. Like, these aliens wreak havoc for, like, four days. Are on the verge of conquering Earth. And someone sneezes and on one they, of them? And then they catch the common cold and they die. What the fuck? Like, they start dying off. Like, And somebody looks at them like, like what's, wrong? what's wrong? What are they doing? Like, I, I think it's sick. And, like, this huge, like, tentacloid walking. Like, it, it's almost like uh, a gigantic tentacle monster meets, uh, like, an imperial walker. Okay. And all of a sudden it just starts like... <coughs> <coughs> And like hacking stuff up, and then it just dies from. And they're like, "Oh, it's got the common cold." Okay. Um, Signs. Do you ever see that one? No. Uh, So it's an M Night Shyamalan movie, which are feast or famine, in my opinion. (sighs) Yeah, like Sixth Sense was great, but like, what was that one? Uh, The Village. Where they're like, they're literally like, or the the Mist. Yeah, like that was Stephen King. Sorry. Um, was it like in the village, like, like the kids aren't allowed to leave the, the town or whatever. And then come to find out when they actually do, they're literally like 500 yards off, like a main fucking highway. Yeah. Like what the shit? Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, so if you've never seen, uh, you said you've never seen signs. No. Uh, it's a Mel Gibson movie too. Um, he ends up actually dying in the movie but the whole thing is again another alien invasion and when they find aliens cut that are coming like people in the town they live in are like oh i'm going to live near water like i'm going somewhere near water just to be near water like i've always heard that like you know water's where it's at when something like this happens and mel gibson stays on his farm and he's like please water Mm -hmm. they end up being able to kill the aliens by throwing water on them so, like, how do you stop an alien invasion? The common cold and super soakers. What? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, those... I don't know how you fix those. Um, obviously, if you're in a world where you're getting invaded by aliens and they're dominating you, they're just going to dominate you. Right. Uh, and I think the entire idea that a sneeze or a super soaker can save you is probably not really what you want. Oh, Spider-Man three with Tobey Maguire. I don't remember the end. Oh God. That was with emo Spider-Man, bro. Uh, Yeah, I know it was with emo Spider-Man, but like, I don't remember the ending. So it was, it was a lot of overkill because you had Spider-Man Venom, the new goblin and Sandman fighting. Um, the Eddie the that Eddie that Brock. version of Eddie Brock Venom was brutal. Yeah. Um pretty sure they ended up didn't they like they beat him because they like basically stuck a bunch of metal rods in the ground and started like banging on them and the sound bothered Venom, so that's how yeah. they stopped him. Um they randomly tied Sandman in Uncle Ben's death 
which he they showed Uncle Ben's death in the first movie, and he wasn't involved. Right. Um, it was just very sloppy, very sloppily done. Um, I mean, that's. What, I mean, at least the one good thing to come out of that movie is like the best like Tobey Maguire gif out there. You know, Oh know, my god, that was so bad! Dance emo Spider Man was the worst thing that ever graced a superhero movie. <laughs> uh, looking through this list, I just pulled up there. Someone's claiming the Dark Knight Ri- Dark Knight Rises has a shitty ending with the quote unquote death of, uh, and then all of a sudden he's spotted in France randomly. Yeah, which the only thing that I like I can get on board with is Bruce Wayne doesn't just hide. Like Bruce Wayne, like he was a huge deal when he came when he came back and everything. Right. Like, you're not just going to be hanging out in Paris and people are going to be like, hey, that guy kind of looks like Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, he's known around the world. Yeah. Like, so that part bothers me. Um, yeah, it was weird. Yeah, there's War of the World. I didn't see all of the Wolverine yet, so I can't comment on that one. The only thing I wish they would have done was more with, um, because like Batman's career was so long, like from Batman Begins to when... Um, to the Dark Knight. So the Dark Knight Rises finishes. Like I understand, they introduced quote Robin in the final movie, but it really wasn't Robin. Like, but like now so, he's gonna like take over the mantle because Bruce left like information of how to get to his Batcave to the kid yeah. to the kid. So, but it's like I am okay with that in one of two realms. Either he becomes Batman Beyond, and that's how you tie in a Batman Beyond storyline, or you're going away from complete, like you're going away from source material to create a new Robin that ends up becoming Nightwing, like a, a new Nightwing. And listen, if they're DC, I will, okay. So here we go. This this is a great segue for me. The DC universe is fucking terrible. Yes. The DC universe is such trash. Oh, can we can we put one exception in there though? What's that? They're they're CW TV shows. Yes, okay. So, but here so their this, movies their, their though. cinematic universe sucks. Yeah. So the the Marvel TV shows did not do nearly okay. The Marvel TV shows prior to being on Disney Plus. So Luke Cage um Agents of Shield was good but terrible. It, like they were okay. they were all okay and they fell in line with the movies but the characters were just meh they weren't great they weren't overly relatable like agent carter and but like she shows up in falcon and winter soldier right um there's also there's rumor that the others like daredevil luke cage will all be showing up eventually because again the entire universe is connected the whole thing whole yeah. damn thing dc said hey let's do a flash show Let's do a Green Arrow show. And now, did they go completely on point with source material? No, because you don't always want to go completely on point with source material because then I'm just watching a comic cover I've already read. Right. But then they said, hey, we're going to do Supergirl. Hey, we're going to do Legends of Tomorrow. And I think three other shows that I'm, I can't think of right now. Uh, it's Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, and then they brought in Black Lightning. Yep. Which I never watched. I don't and, know how well that show actually does. And then they tied them all together with every single season. There was a crossover episode. 
Right. Like, and it started with like, hey, we're going to have like the Flash in Central City. Yeah. Or because he was in Central City. Yeah. Star Star City, whatever. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, so like it started with those two crossing over. Then they're like, well, shit, like. Now we have Legends of Tomorrow. So like, now it's a three night crossover event. Right. And then they added Supergirl. And then they added and Batgirl. Now it's a four hour like, crossover. And you're crossing event. dimensions and worlds to because like, well, shit, when this was going on, why didn't Supergirl just like pop in and help out? Like that seems like a worldwide crisis. Oh, because she's on a different Earth. Earth. She's like, in a, yeah, the, right. Like DC's and got the multiverse. They, that, they tied it together so fucking well. In, in the TV shows, they did. In the TV shows, they did. But. Like their their movies are a fucking mess, man. Like I don't understand what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, like so you had a rough. They had a rough start with having how many Batman movies and how many Superman movies prior. So all you needed to do was basically take Batman versus Superman and tie those two stories. Because like the Batman movies prior to Batman Begins or the Dark Knight trilogy. All kind of ran in tow with each other. They Ish. didn't. They didn't yeah. really reference each other, but they didn't go against each other at all either. No, but every every subsequent movie was kind of just like an evolution of the last one, right? It so, might have been like a different person playing Batman, but it was still the same Batman, right? So either you take those movies and you take the original Superman movies, you throw out. Superman Returns, or you can even use Superman Returns because it doesn't really go against much of anything from the first Superman movies. No. And like, and you just tie those two stories together. Like, okay, so you want a dark... So then throw out the original Batman groups and use the Dark Knight. Use a different version of... Like, a version of Christian Bale's Batman where, you know... You find him in Paris, and he ends up like there's something going on in Gotham, and he's got to come back. And then yep. you tie the two of them together, and then you do, oh, weird, like uh, a Flash origin story, and then a second Flash story, and then a Cyborg origin story, a Hawk Girl origin story, all these cool, fun things, right? And then you tie them together into a Justice League movie. Nope. They did completely random storyline for Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Then they did completely random storyline for Justice League that only kind of tied into that. And then the like they wanted to do a Flash movie. I don't know if they did or they didn't. Aquaman was kind of his own thing and didn't even reference the fact that he was already in the Justice League somehow. Right. Like none of it ties together. None of it works well. None of it meshes and it's like what the fuck are you doing like you had your competition write the fucking write the playbook to how to do this the right way oh and the flash we used not the one from the tv show yeah oh we're not even going to talk about green arrow right like there's just so much stuff like i don't like i just want it all to connect i don't know what the what the big deal with dc not wanting to use the characters from their CW TV shows and use them as the characters in the movies. Because I'll give you right now, I do not give a flying fuck about Ezra Miller as the Flash. No. Like, I, I don't fucking care. Like, he's shit. Like, right. I don't I, I like want, it. I, I want, want Barry Grant, Allen. I want Grant. 
I want Grant Gustin. Yes, I want Grant, Grant Gustin as Barry Allen. I want all of those people tied yeah. in. I don't. I don't need Elastic Man in the movies. No, I don't need the rest of his crew. Like maybe Vibe. Like maybe Vibe comes with him. But He's like, actually leaving the TV show. I know he is. They've been in the process of writing him off for a while. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like give me give me that. Give me Stephen Amell as Green Arrow. Well, even like even he, he's like, dead now. So well, again in the TV show, right. so like wouldn't be the first time they brought somebody back to life. But right. still, like you could down the road, like make him, like have him grow his beard back and look like the older one armed version of the Green Arrow. Yeah, that's from the darker version of the DC universe. Like, yeah, have him in it. Like, oh, what happened? Well, this. Like, yeah. explain it real quick. Uh, when he died, somebody, you know, took him and brought yeah. him back to life in a Lazarus pit. And in further training with the League of Shadows, lost his arm. So now he's got a cybernetic arm because that's part of a comic book. Yeah. Like, fucking tie it in. Figure it out. You have literally everything you need to do it except yeah. the will, apparently. Yeah, I I, just, I don't understand. Like, even Suicide Squad was fucking terrible. Right, and it had so much potential. It started so good. But then you cast Will Smith as Deadshot. Why? You don't need the star power there. No. Like, all you did was overshadow the rest of the movie with, here's Will Smith. Yeah. Like, why? And now they're, like, rebooting it. Again. Again. With like a completely different like like the only one that is still going to be in it is uh, Rick Flag and like Harley Quinn and like Amanda Waller. That's it. Like the rest of like the new quote Suicide Squad is, I mean, they're people, they're characters that are affiliated with the Suicide Squad, but they're like the fucking lesser knowns that like no like who the fuck knows who Polka Dot Man is? Right. Like, it's just so bad. Like they they're just. At this point, I need a DC movie to blow up the DC universe yes. and start over. Yeah. Like, just please. Like, Marvel has been doing it for so fucking long. For, since 2008 is when they started the MCU. Mm-hmm. And everything... They found a way to include everything space. Everything coincides. Like, they, I'm sorry. The DC universe generally expands into space with Superman... Um, Oh, God. I'm blanking on, like, the main villains from Krypton and shit like that. But, like, Superman is really... Oh, Zod? Yeah, like, Superman, Zod, um... Jesus Christ, this is bad. My brain just shut down on me. De- uh, not Deathstroke. Darkseid? Darkseid, thank you. Holy Christ. Um, like, Darkseid and stuff like that, and, like, that's the extent of their alien... Ness. Yeah. Marvel has found a way now to tie in as guardians. Yep. Uh and the realms of the North of Norse mythology. They found a way to tie in uh space, a talking raccoon, a talking tree that granted only says I am Groot, which fun fact, uh they gave Vin Diesel a script of what his phrases of I am Groot would Groot would mean. So he could inflect properly right. in conversation, which was fu- like that was like yeah. what a great fact. But uh, like a talking raccoon, a talking tree, uh, Dave Batista as Dave Batista with weird skin. Like right. and now you're talking about Eternals, the mystic arts, yeah. time travel, like 
different timelines that exist like amongst each other, but don't affect each other. Uh, and DC can't make the fucking Justice League make sense. Are right. you kidding me? Like, literally, you found a way to fucking, explain time travel in a way that made it work for your fucking movie. Fucking in a way that no other time travel movie's done. There, it's not a loop. It's linear. So we go here. This now becomes part of our current time. And when we come back, it's just we're here now. Like, yeah, it's boom, straight line. Makes no sense, but makes perfect sense. And DC can't figure out a fucking Justice League movie. Like the the Arrow CW shows, like the last the last season that they just did, like the last crossover, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths. That one made more sense with like it ended with like forming the Justice League. Yeah. And like without, I mean, like without Batman, without right, without know, the Superman, big names that they couldn't like really that. tie in, um, because DC wouldn't let the TV shows use those big massive characters because they didn't want to. Well, they they, they had, didn't want they had, to. They had Superman in it at some point with uh, Supergirl, right? But it was the the Superman from Supergirl, right? Um, but like DC wouldn't let the TV shows use certain characters because they didn't want. Uh, the TV shows to um, cheapen the name of those characters. That's why, like, at the start of Arrow, like, they were building up to, like, all this Suicide Squad stuff, and then DC announced they're making a Suicide Squad movie, and they're like, you can't use any of those fucking characters anymore. Right. So, like... But, like, the TV shows... The TV shows which, which, which was Which was hilarious. A because- more believable, cohesive Justice League unit... Than the fucking Justice League movie. Yes. They set up a better Suicide Squad and they weren't able to use it. Like, they even had the voice of Harley Quinn. Like, there was a point where somebody from Argus was walking through and all yeah, of a sudden you hear... you hear Tara Strong. Yeah. And, is that you, Mr. J? Right. Like, you know who it is. It says H. Quinn on her door. Right. Like, nope, can't use it. Right. Like... The Flash found a way to make a telepathic talking gorilla work and make sense. Yeah. Like, they, they found a way to make an, a, a CGI shark man work. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but DC's TV shows... Crush it. Just they crush specifically it. Specifically, just the CW TV shows are fucking fantastic. And, like, they're each their own separate show, yet they all cohesively form one fucking universe. I mean, with the exception of Supergirl because she was on a different earth. Um, so like and, her stuff and, didn't and really Batgirl. affect didn't, it. Cause didn't back wasn't, or was Batgirl in Gotham on that plan on our earth, that earth, this earth, earth one. I don't remember. Cause I never watched Batgirl. I didn't either. It was only on for one season. Cause they kind of, yeah. Yeah, and now Ruby Rose is like, yeah, I'm fucking done. Like, this was trash. Yeah. And they recast her. Um, But, like, the TV shows form such a cohesive unit between all of them. And there's, like, eight of them. But, like, they can't get, like, three movies to make sense in their fucking cinematic universe. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, it's not that hard. You have... 80 years worth of fucking source material to work with. How do you fuck this up? Right. 
That, that's really the way, the ultimate way to end this episode is that they just need to redo. I don't want an alternate ending. I just want an alternate version of everything DC's done except for the TV shows. Yeah. Drop, drop a fucking nuke on these last like 10 years of DC movies. Yeah. And here's the best part. They have the way to do it. Write a Flashpoint movie. Right. And you can retcon every fuck up you've ever made. You can retcon fucking Batfleck. You can retcon fucking... I mean, I, I'm going to put it out there. I was not mad about Affleck as Batman. Like I, I was mad about I the fact that you had him using guns. Well, and killing people. Yeah, that, that is stuff, that, like that is yeah. the one thing about Batman. Batman doesn't shoot people and he doesn't kill people. Yeah, but you have to remember, <sighs> like this all took place after Joker killed Robin. So, like Batman fucking snapped after that. It does uh, no. It doesn't matter. It's all incorrect. But I mean, I get it. Like they just they they literally need to write a Flashpoint movie. Write the Flashpoint movie. You know what the one thing that did piss me off, though? In this last crossover for the TV shows, they brought Ezra Miller's Flash in for a cameo. I'm yeah. like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm like, so, you so, You don't so want these TV yeah. show characters on your fucking movies, but you're going to stick that dickhead in the fucking TV show? Yeah. And Go you, fuck yourself. You know why? Because they wanted to like piggyback the popularity of the CW's Flash. But write a Flashpoint movie and fucking fix it. I want... Every alternate ending in the DC universe. All of them. Yes. Uh, get rid of... Like, listen, I'm okay if you tell me that Ben Affleck as Batman was actually Deathstroke playing Batman. I'm right. good with that. Let's fire it up. That makes sense to me. You have the ability to do it. Let's get it done. Yeah. This was a great episode. Yes. We we, we hit a little lull in the middle, but we fought through it. We and powered then we kind of We kind of went off the rails of, like, fixing... Like, Just ranting endings, on DC. But, like... Ranting on DC. Once we got on DC, it was kind of like a runaway train. Like, oh, Chug a chug a motherfucker. Get off the goddamn tracks. Common debauchery is coming through. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Common debauchery is part of the BICBP radio network. www.bicbp-radio.com. Common dash debauchery. Slash common dash debauchery. Uh, released every Tuesday. And even if we have to record early and put it out there, we will. We do the thing. Go there. Check out... All the other cool podcasts, including Hats, Stats, and Stats, and Tip of the Cap. Uh, we have some cool news. Uh, our Hats, Stats, and Stats are putting out a Best Fictional Athlete bracket, which will be a lot of fun. Uh, voting started today, which is Thursday, but you won't hear this till Tuesday after I send it to the internet. However, uh, go there, check that out, vote for your favorite, and uh, keep track of that. We will probably, maybe we'll do a crossover with Hats, Stats, and Stats and dissect some of these fictional athletes. But uh, Rotten Jack, thanks for tuning in, buddy. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks for stopping out on your day off. Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm always here on my day off, but right. But it's a oh, different day off than your yes. normal day off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. also, everyone, make sure you uh, you like, comment, subscribe to our Facebook page, um, yep. and pay attention because Sunday, June sixth, we're actually doing a a live live like, feeds live, live feeds. feeds. You can actually watch us. We're going to be on camera live commentary live. Um, so you know, you guys could like interact with us. Like we have kind of like a loose idea of what topic we're going to talk about that day, but like. If we get a bunch of you in uh, in watching us and you want to interact and like ask us questions or whatever, you know, we'll interact with you guys. We're not necessarily set in stone on what we're talking about. So if uh, you guys start talking about something in a chat and we pick up on it and we might go a completely different direction. So Some, sometimes you got to go rogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. So June 6th, um, it'll be live. 
you can watch us on our Facebook page. Yeah. Tune in, check it out, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Grout and Jack, again, thanks for joining me. As always, and uh, you, you guys will welcome. hear this when uh, you know when I do the thing and send it to the internet. Hey, Anthony. Yeah, Chris. You hear any new podcasts lately? Uh, yeah, I have. Like what? Retro Blist. You had that ready to go, like almost like you knew I was going to ask you this. I sort of, kind of did. It was like an ESP feeling. What's Retro Blist. Retro Blist is a retro video game podcast presented by Johnny and Trevor, where they talk about everything from retro gaming, retro consoles. They each week review a different video game that they have played. Uh, majority of the time it is retro, like on the actual console itself, from Sega Dreamcast to Super Nintendos to... Um, I think they recently started playing on a Nintendo Switch. Where can I find this podcast? Uh, you can find it at bicbp-radio.com. Sweet.